I think this year I am most grateful for the fact that God has allowed me to overcome, that he has given me the strength to keep on going and to not give up. Carla Braithwaite, a wife, a daughter, and television industry professional who suffers from epilepsy. We speak with Carla and find out about her daily fundraising walk to help increase epilepsy awareness. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Presents Find Your Voice, a podcasting course for beginners. Learn more about the upcoming course and membership within our Interludes community on our website today. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. is Epilepsy Awareness Month. According to the World Health Organization, epilepsy is the fourth most common neurological disorder in the world, and around 50 million people worldwide suffer with epilepsy. When it is properly diagnosed and treated, up to 70% of people living with the disorder can live with fewer seizures or can be seizure-free. When I saw Carla's IG page earlier this month, and notice her daily posts regarding fundraising awareness of epilepsy, I became intrigued and asked her to sit down to expound on her life and why it's important for many of us to learn about epilepsy. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Interludes. It's our special giving thanks episode. I am so pleased to have an industry professional who works in digital composition, 3D and production, She's a kindred spirit when it comes to working behind the scenes. And currently, November is National Epilepsy Month, Awareness Month. And she is uh, doing a walk to end epilepsy. And that's why she's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Carla Braithwaite, how are you? I'm good, Valerie. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing, I'm doing wonderful. I wanted to just ask mainly about epilepsy what is it and how can people understand exactly what is it what it affects medically like can you give me just the breakdown of what epilepsy is sure um i've had epilepsy for 28 years mm -hmm. um i got it when i was 28 and what it is basically is the doctors um call it like a thunderstorm in the brain so it's like usually um things are happening between your synapses from one synapse to the other and there's just normal electrical communication and somehow there's just like a thunderstorm that gets in there. So that normal um, that normal electrical connection is broken up. And so things just get all over the place. Wow. And so for many people, you know, they can have what they call a grand mal seizure, where it's like they can use lose all of their body functions. They can like lose everything, basically. Um, and that's when you see people shaking and stuff. Or they can be more subtle, like what they call petite mals or um, complex partials, which is what I have and I lose consciousness. 
And um, so I'll just lose consciousness and then, you know, I'm out for a while. And then usually I don't remember it, but there are instances where I have remembered them and those have been very interesting. Yeah, and I, I remember as a child suffering with epilepsy just before I was between the ages of three and five. And I know my mom took me to a specialist mm. and some things were changed. I don't exactly remember because I was young, but then eventually those episodes ended. Wow. And so you said you unfortunately was diagnosed with this 28 years ago. What were you doing in your life during that, you know, just before this hit? Oh, well, um, as you mentioned, I've worked behind the scenes. So I was working in television. Um, I was working for a um, television station, work, working for the news as a staff. Mm -hmm. And I was also writing. So I was writing full time for the news. And um, I was on a career doing that. I was also hosting a cable vision show and just really moving straight forward on my career in broadcast TV. And then I had my first seizure and um, my entire life changed. Uh, there were good things and there were bad things, but everything changed. Wow. What was some of the good things that came from the diagnosis? Well, it's funny because sometimes people say what good can come from epilepsy, but um, there can be good. I know. You know, and honestly, what, what God did for me was that, you know, on my straight path to, you know, being a star and, you know, all that, um, I had made many compromises in my life, you know, so my life was not on a path that would be anything really positive. And so when I had my first seizure, actually, what happened is usually I don't remember my seizures. It's nothing. I could be talking to you. I have a seizure and I can wake up in bed. Thank God I usually go to sleep or something. Um, but with my first one, that first seizure, I remember having some part of it. And then I was out and I was in this horrifically dark space. And all that was around me that I knew was evil. But I knew I wasn't completely unknown because I alone because I knew there was an area where there was good, but it was like I couldn't get to it. It's like there was a wall that was separating me from the good. Um, but I was just surrounded by evil and I knew it was evil, but I knew good was on the other side. And then I came back. That's the only seizure that I really ever really remember. Um, and then from that, I started on my journey, uh, my spiritual journey to get to the good. Um, and honestly, God used it. Um, for me to see that one, this life that we live here right now is not it. You know, the seizures kind of take me out of my body. Mm -hmm. And so once I'm kind of out of my body, there's a definite realization that, okay, this is not all that it is. And so then I started trying to get to the good and get to understand what that was. And so I started visiting, you know, churches and all sorts of that, things like that. And eventually, you know, got baptized and started reading my Bible to understand. And then I understood through scripture, oh, God doesn't deal with that evil, you know, so you want to be on his side. You got to you got to get yourself straight. He gives us great forgiveness, but you got to want it. And so then uh, he used it to help me want it and then to help other people want it. And he's used that. You know, there were nurses when I was at Columbia University, some really great doctors there. And um, I shared my life and my story and my faith of everything that, you know, was going on. And one of the nurses started you know, pursuing it on her own. And then eventually she walked on her own path spiritually and she, you know, became a Christian. And then her sister followed in the same way. So I always say, well, you know, I mean, granted, it's been really hard for me, but if two people, you know, were brought closer to God because of it, then, you know, it's pretty awesome. I can't really 
I I'm, I'm grateful for it that God used what was what would be considered bad in my life for good. Right, and God uses everything for for our good, whether it, mm. it means a change in careers and and for you in your your life for your career. What did that mean at that time? Well, at that time, um, I was really awesome career like. Uh, a couple of years, even before I started working full time, I was um, working like for the Grammys. I and, know you, you know, told me about this. Yeah, Yay. and that was awesome. I was there for like a week working for the Grammys, um, assisting. This is before I got my other full time job. Um, one of the producers and I ran into like everybody, like you know BB King. I almost knocked over Ray Charles. You know, I got <laughs> to meet like Lena Horne. I mean Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson was zipping by me. You know Whitney Houston. It was just awesome. So. Um, it was really, really great. And, um, I had a really awesome time. I then worked for something they, at that time they called the, um, the Grammy hall of fame and nice. Cab Calloway was there, you oh know? So God. these were people like all your life. You're like, Oh my gosh, they are amazing. Cab Calloway. And so I had the opportunity to meet some of those people and just throughout my whole career, like, you know, music videos I worked on for back in the day, salt and pepper. You know, just a lot of really great people at that time. And I was up for like, um, I had auditions for like a hostess for a VH1. You know, it was really good, but um, that was not the plan that God had for me. And I'm okay with that. You know, he showed me that there were other things that I have talents that um, I didn't know that I had, honestly. And um, he's been showing me there are other things I can do. And it's not always like the physical talent, it might be like people have a talent for making people feel happy or encouraged or, you know, that person who always feels like a mom. <laughs> Those are talents, too. So, you know, he's shown me different ways that he can use my talents. Right. And and then I'm assuming then after you were diagnosed and I think you probably pivoted to a different part of of industry in your career, you got married, children. No children. No children. No, that's, so you got no. married. Mm -hmm. I did get married. And that's another little quirk of epilepsy. When I got married, um, I didn't know that many women who have epilepsy don't have kids. Um, at the time, the doctor was like, oh, you should have no problems. But now as time has gone on, they realize like that many women who have epilepsy do not have children. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that research needs to be done. They just they just didn't know. So. Right. One of the number one reasons why I decided to have Carla on, I love Instagram. So I was checking her out one day and saw her walking. Now she's uh, she's transitioned from the East Coast to near where I am here in the Midwest and walking in the cold <laughs> Illinois chill. I saw that she has been walking for um, the epilepsy awareness uh, November is National Epilepsy Awareness Month. And what inspired this? Because you're recording yourself every day walking and, and, and talking to the camera, which has been fun seeing this on your Instagram. What inspired this awareness walk? Uh, well, you know, uh, out of something bad can come something good. Um, I had a seizure that just knocked me out. Mm -hmm. And um, from a seizure, there's usually recovery. So sometimes the recovery can be a day two days, a week, two weeks. And this was like a week and a half where I was just wow. like a week in bed and just really just sick. And so 
when I'm in bed and just, you know, not able to really function because um, it can affect my speech area because that's where the problem is for me. Um, I started looking online on like, Lord, is there any kind of anything to, you know, heal us, cure us? And that's when I found that there was the walk to end epilepsy for epilepsy awareness. I didn't even know November was Epilepsy Awareness Month. And so I was like, okay. So I went out and got me some t-shirts. I'm like, all right, I am going. I am walking. Yes. Lord willing, I'm going to do this. And so I've been walking every day. Uh, you know, out here in the Midwest, it can be cold. Mm-hmm. And um, but just like, you know, our lives, they can be cold. So I've just been trying to do it every day and just um Personally, for me, it was just like, okay, just don't give up. Like every day, you've just, you just got to keep on going. It just, it hurts some days, but it's, it's just what you got to do. So um, it's been like a personal um, battle for myself to see, can I do it? Because I have a seizure every month. So the time when I'm about to have a seizure is actually coming up, um, actually over the Thanksgiving break. I'm technically about to have a seizure at that time. So I was like, well... I'm sharing my life with people. We'll see what happens if I have one or if I don't. There are people already praying for me that I don't, and I hope I don't. (laughs) But whatever it is, I'm going to try and just still walk that mile. Yeah. And how has been the response with you doing this walk every day? How have people been talking back to you? And what's been your response to people cheering you on? Um, it has been extremely encouraging. Mm-hmm. You know, I set a goal that I was like, to me, it was like a God-sized goal. I think they were saying people try and raise $200. I was like, okay, God can do more than that. We can do more than that. So I set a goal of raising $2,000. And to God be the glory, I will say this, there's been like so far more than half of that has been raised. Um, so people making donations, and it's not to me, it's for like helping to find the cure for epilepsy has been really good. And then just friends and people like people I don't even know just saying oh your, your story was inspiring you know it's encouraged me I got you know different responses like that so that's been encouraging it's kind of like you don't know how God is going to use you but um, trusting him that he will use me and all the talents and abilities he's given me for something is very encouraging for me it makes me really happy because um, it can hurt and I, I'll yeah. be real epilepsy sucks so, know. you know, yeah. it's, it's nice when something that really, you know, sucks any illness that's really hard and chronic, you know, it's just hard, but if it can be used for, for good, then there is, there's light. It's November 22nd, the 22nd day of Epilepsy Awareness Month and to God be the glory. It's my 18th day of walking every day, a mile a day for epilepsy awareness. And I wanted to share something with you guys. Yesterday I had an aura. So what exactly is an aura? An aura is actually a focal awareness seizure. So it's one where you're quite aware of what's going on. And specifically for me, I might be doing something like having this walk and looking into my cell phone, talking to you. And then suddenly it's like I'm pulled out and I'm watching everything that's going on and I'm part of it and I'm aware and it can sometimes only last for a millisecond or it can be longer. But I'm just aware that I'm not fully part of what's going on. It's like watching a movie and then I'm back. And there might not be any repercussions or physical problems from it, but it just feels strange. 
It's also for many people, as it is for me, a warning sign that a larger seizure is coming on. As I mentioned, I have a seizure about once a month. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah, and what would be your message to anyone that is suffering with epilepsy right now or has children or a child that's suffering with that? What would be your message to them? Hmm. My first message, honestly, would be to pray <laughs> um, and ask God to give you strength um, so that you can deal with whatever is ahead. Um, because a lot of the strength, honestly, for me came from him. Um, and then I'd say research, like, like you just don't know what, like I contacted every epilepsy organization I could to try and understand what it is. It's so hard for kids because, you know, they don't understand it for the parents. I'm like research and research and get into any, right. you know, support groups you can, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and just talk to people on some of the websites. They've got like chat groups. We can chat and ask people. I'd say do it and talk to people and get advice from people who've gone through it beforehand. Yeah. And the organization that you're raising uh, the two thousand dollars for what which one is it? Um, it's epilepsy.com. It's um, this is the walk to end epilepsy, but it also like works with the Epilepsy Foundation. They all just give tons of information so that, you know, you can find out how to deal with this, you know, because the support is needed um, and just understanding it because so many people don't. And it really keeps people from like working normal full time jobs or mm -hmm. having normal yeah. lives. You know, some like the kids can't swim. They can't ride a bike. They will probably never drive. You know, so there are a lot of just normal tasks that people just don't realize that if you struggle with epilepsy, you just can't do anymore. Literally, we're in the holiday season and I always ask my guests during this time, what are you most grateful for? I'll do that with you, Carla. What are you grateful for this season? I think this year I am most grateful. This is going to sound crazy, but for the fact that God has allowed me to overcome that he has given me the strength to keep on going and to not give up. Struggling with epilepsy is a challenge, but he's shown me that, you know, even with the lemons, if you work at it, you're going to make some lemonade. And so he's <laughs> given me the strength to like out of the hard times, you know, we've all been going through hard times with COVID and family loss and all that stuff, but there has been good from that and look for that good. So I'm grateful that um, he's allowed me to look for it and to see it and to not give up. I want to say, since uh, we're, st we're kind of getting to the end of the month, I'm going to encourage people to support Carla in her walk. And if people wanted to donate to you and find out more about the Epilepsy Awareness Month and donate, where would they go? They can go to my Facebook page, um, which if you can put a little link up, they can find that and click on that and make donations. They can also check out the um, Epilepsy Foundation, the actual website for that. And those those are two places where they can actually go right now during this Epilepsy Awareness Month to um, help support us and to help, you know, research. Yeah, and we, um, we're we wearing, it's it's audio, but we're wearing purple and, or lavender in honor of uh, November being a National Epilepsy Awareness Month. Carla. Yes, now. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. To hear more of our talk with Carla and everything regarding epilepsy, 
please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony Thompson, and host Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in our chat on our Interludes YouTube channel, Facebook group, and now on Pod TV on Roku. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Presents, Find Your Voice, a podcasting course for beginners, launching later this month. To sign up for the course and join our Interludes community of podcasters, please visit the website linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia.com.